Neither Marcus nor Tabby are a professional broadcaster. This will soon become evident. Señores y señoritas. I don't know what welcome is in Spanish. <laughs> no. My name is possibly Marcus Clayburn. Hi, I'm Tabby. And we are... The... The... Across de Europe Detective Inspectors. Detective Inspectors. <laughs> the international... Yes. The international Detective Inspectors. The so, first edition that has come cross-boundary... Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've we've chosen a ridiculous thing to start on when we're experimenting with um, technology. I think um, it's it's fair to say, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Yes. I didn't realise until last night when I went to switch this on to watch it that what we're watching is two hours and forty minutes long. Yes, I think um, there's been a fuck up in planning somewhere along the way, and. I'm going to blame you, basically. Yeah. That's... Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, I, what I thought was, I thought it was a mini-series type thing, but no, I thought it was a one-off episode, and I thought it was going to be one hour 40 in the, in the mould of a morse or a touch of frost or whatever. But yeah, it's actually three part. It's a three part thing, isn't it? With that, that's been rolled into one in this version. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. We've got a lot to get through. <laughs> we do we've got a lot to get through. We have we have a so, fuck of a lot to get through. Um, but um, so explain explain uh, explain where you are and uh, and and what's happening before we uh, before we get into this. Well, as mentioned on the Miss Fisher episode, that was the last time we'd be in the same room. So we are now on uh, communicating via the miracle of the internet. Yes, um, we knew that worked. <laughs> you and you thought it was just porn. <laughs> I am distancing myself from that remark. I want more distance between me and that remark than there is between me and Tabby at this point. <laughs> and, yet no, um, and yet no denial. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm in Spain, in my new apartment. I'm going to be here for a little while. So we'll be doing these over Skype for the uh, foreseeable future. Yep. Um, I am in um, grey, miserable uh, southeast London and um, looking looking through the uh, the window of Marcus's apartment, I can only call him a fucking bastard. Um. <laughs> it's true, there are palm trees and yep. there is sea and there is sand and I've been in the sea today. Nice. Very nice. I had a little nice. swim today just before lunch just nice. to work up an appetite like you do. <laughs> <laughs> been, sleep uh, been sleeping all afternoon. Um, <laughs> no, I've been prepping. Oh, okay. I've been prepping for this all afternoon, actually. Well, let's see if your work has paid off. Indeed, indeed. Before we um, before we get down to business, then. Yep. Uh, I have a few. Well, I have one thing that needs to be said here. Okay. The uh, the 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 team behind the detective inspectors. Have yes. been looking into the bonus points controversy from last week. As, as well, they um, should. I, I I lodged my complaints. Um, they got back anyone, to me very quickly. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've all uh, there was uh, 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 basically like a tribunal. We all had to go in, say our pieces. The footage was listened to, and I'm. It's unfortunate from my point of view, but the bonus points are indeed separate. 
to the regular predictions. Well, so you see, this is what happens when you grease the palms of those in charge. Um, that was 75 pence, very well spent on my part. And, Indeed. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm... Um, I am pleased. I am pleased with that result. Um, I think perhaps that, this is a perhaps. I, I think what we've got here is a problem whereby you are in the UK. You're able to go in and schmooze with the team behind the detective inspectors, whereas I am now isolated in Spain, and I feel I have been discriminated against. I, I have the I have them all in my pocket. Um, you know, I, I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's why they're so they're so willing to please me. It's just let me out. In <laughs> my hot pocket. Uh, Fuck it. Because <laughs> anyway, because it's full of cheese. <laughs> oh, your hot cheesy pocket. Yeah, that's grim. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so, so to clarify, <laughs> the, the <laughs> to clarify the bonus points do not count towards the normal game. <laughs> but I think and, this, um, yeah, this is this is a good thing because this kind of opens up like another another we can have an entire bonus point sort of uh, a, another league effectively like a exactly. a, a minor bonus point league. Um, well, the main prediction game is like the league, and the bonus point game is like the FA Cup, to use a football analogy. That's totally lost on me, but I'll trust your judgment. <laughs> Excellent. So, current scores are Marcus 1, Tabby 3, Fuck in the yes. main prediction game, a big two-point lead, and in the bonus point game, the all-important bonus point game, uh, it is 1-0 to me. Okay, um, right, so this is a little bit different from normal because um, effectively we're watching an entire series of of a programme. Um, a mini-series, so, it, 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 It's a mini-series, three episodes, but I, I can't normally do my It Ran From and Ran To because um, the episode that we watched came out in 1985. Um and that's pretty much all I can say. It's it's a a, a, a much loved, much much loved um, Agatha Christie character. Um, our our first our first Christie. Um, there yeah. will there will be many more. Um, there will be more. Um, and so we watched Miss Marple. Murder is announced. Murder now this, is announced. So this was like there have been many many incarnations of Miss um, Miss Marple, but this is um, the nineteen eighties uh, starring uh, Joan Hickson. Um, she as... is she is my favourite Miss Marple because she's the one when I was a kid in the eighties. This is the one I remember watching. So this to me to me this is Miss Marple. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I had a had a strange thing when I sort of like started watching it this morning. Uh, watching it this morning, that because um, uh, I can't remember ever watching a, a single episode of this. But as soon as the theme tune kicked in, like I was transferred like back to a living room in the nineteen eighties, um, yeah. with probably a lot of brown carpet, um, a lot of brown carpet, family, <laughs> everyone sitting around like it was a TV. Miss Marple was a TV event. Yes, yes. Like, it was. You watched it. It was, and it was, it was, you know, it was a thing. 
it was, yeah. Um, and you know, I think we'll probably uh, we'll probably cover that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, we're going to be understand. good fun. I think. I think. I think that it's going to be fucking exhausting. <laughs> going to be exhausting. It's going to be good fun. If you are, if you are a fan of this shorter podcast. Then this may not be for you. Uh, just stop halfway and listen to the rest another time. Like exactly, it, that's all you got to do. It's that easy. Like honestly, yeah. Um, if we ever got any feedback, that's what I tell the people who gave us feedback about that. Um, yeah, exactly. Just don't do it in one chunk. Yeah, yeah. You know, just um, like like a pizza. You know, you're gonna you're gonna order the big pizza. You don't have to eat it all. You can eat, eat some of it tomorrow. It's uh, it's incorrect. fine. Is that In, incorrect? What? You do have to eat the whole pizza. No, you don't. That's no, why. No, you do. Otherwise, you get fined. <laughs> That's what the bloke told me on the telephone. <laughs> anyway, I can't order pizza here because is, I can't is this why you've had to, Is this why you've had to move to Spain? <laughs> yeah, to get away. You've got, got too many pizza fines stacking up. <laughs> <laughs> So Miss Marple, Miss Marple. Last time we watched Miss Fisher. Yeah, it was Miss Fisher set after the Great War, lady detective. It was no all war sexy, is great. all sexy. Yep, all guns, all sexual on sexual entendres, double entendres, racy plots, cocaine and lingerie. I was expecting the same here. <laughs> I'm Ms. so Marple, glad it wasn't <laughs> after the Second World War. I thought it's going to be another one of these racy lady detectives, and I could not have been more wrong. I, you, you really couldn't. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the, the one, the one thing I took issue with this um, mostly um, was the fact that they uh, kept on referring to old women as being scatty, and mm. that is an image I do not need. Um, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I went, there, I, I went there. I went there really quickly. I just wanted to get that out of the way because yeah, it's best. No, no one wants a scatty old woman. It's no. just no one wants a scatty anybody. No, that that's yes, just that, not that's that, just not happening. No, it's you know, yeah, it's a deal breaker, right? <laughs> Fucking absolutely. I'll order you a taxi. <laughs> Just don't shit in it. I need my Uber racing. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's have some music. And yeah. when we come back, we're we'll gonna talking like adults <laughs> about something other than shit. <laughs> the detective inspectors. A murder is announced. A murder. Nineteen forty-seven, I believe. Right. I'm not sure when the book was written. But um, this is certainly set directly after the Second World War, and I think that may come into importance later on. Maybe I think not, so. Maybe uh, there, feels like uh, it, doesn't uh, it? There are a few things, but we'll we'll see. Um, time we'll, time will tell, and a, and a fuck of a lot of time. A whole ninety minutes of time will tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have watched. Just to clarify, we've watched an hour and a half of this already, and there is another hour and ten minutes to go. So we will try, as always, to get through this plot. As quickly as we can. There's a hell of it a lot is of it. Set. There is a hell of a lot of it. It is basically set in the village of Chipping Cleghorn, our said. Yep. Um, 
and it's called a murder announced. And basically, there is an article in the local newspaper, the Gazette, if you will. Uh, well, it's more some someone's post like an advert in like the classifieds. Yeah, it's a yeah classified ad in the local paper that obviously everyone in this village reads because they've got nothing else to do. Yeah, and it basically says a murder will be happening at this house. I can't, I I didn't. I've watched it twice. I. I forgot to write down the name of the house, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's it's basically kind of like the the, the country manor, like the the richest yeah. the richest family in the village. Um, but like it, it's their yeah. house. Um, yeah, yeah. And and basically, you the the start of the show, you see a whole bunch of people reading this announcement, and then really to cut a long story short, we end up at this place. Half of the village turn up, and it's it's our whole cast of characters that we're going to be. Uh, dealing with for the next three weeks, it feels like, and um, <clears throat> and basically at seven o'clock, there is there is a lot of talk about the heating being on. I made that fucking note house. as well. It really pissed me off. <laughs> My note it's is got to come in. It, it has to come in later, right? I don't know. I just think that was sort of like let's let's make this kind of awkward comedy um mm. but yeah um my note reads exactly as how many more times are they going to mention the central fucking heating um and the so, hands. yeah fuck <laughs> there is a good scene as well where they're talking about how there used to be plenty of coke about yeah they used to have there plenty to be of coke, loads of coke. <laughs> all these old ladies talking about how there used to be loads of coke yeah i know there isn't i enjoyed that as well fine yeah <laughs> So at 7pm, the lights go out, uh, someone someone bursts in through the door, shines a torch about, says, stick them up, stick them yep. up, and then three shots are fired, candles are lit, everyone's screaming and going berserk, as you would, Yep. and then the lights go up, and basically there are two shots have gone into a wall, the um, woman, the main woman who we'll get on to, whose name I'll briefly tell you is Miss Blacklock. Uh, and she, she is, she's, she's the been own, clipped. She's the owner she's of the, the house. Owner of, yeah, she's uh, the owner the, of the house. She, she's the sort of the, the well-to-do woman, although she yeah. makes makes a point of saying that she's uh, not so wealthy that she has many Rem, Rembrandts lying about. Exactly. Um, she's got one or two, just not loads. <laughs> no, no, I know. Well, you know, you only need one. Um, yeah, one's enough. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and basically the guy who's burst into the room... And uh, shouted, "Stick him up! Stick him up!" Is dead. The gun is lying on the floor. Um, and, he, and he's he's dressed up like some weird fucking Zorro character with like yeah. a really, with a really shit sort of like mask on, and for fuck knows why. Um, yeah. And so basically, that I mean, and that is it. That is the start of the show. That is that's how we get in. And then, really, the next the ninety next minutes. minutes <laughs> but the next fifty minutes is. The two detectives who we'll get onto in a second. I'm excited. But it is. It is. It is the two detectives going around and interviewing all the people that were there and hearing their version of events. The assumption yeah. being that the guy that burst into the house has fired the two shots into the wall, missed whoever he's trying to shoot, and then either accidentally shot himself dead <laughs> by falling over. <laughs> or has has committed suicide because he suddenly got stricken with yep. guilt. That is the assumption that the police make and that all the people there make. Yeah. So Tom, why don't you tell us? I'll tell you who the first policeman is. Yeah. And the first policeman is Inspector Craddock, who is an actor I'm not particularly familiar with, but he is 
good in this. Yeah, I like him. I like he's, what he's doing. He seems good. Um, he's not inept. He's just he's doing his thing, and he's he's very wry and yeah, well acted, and I'm into it. He, he's exploring the uh, he's exploring all the avenues, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh, doing well. Um, and the second detective is Tabby. Fucking Lewis! It's fucking Lewis. <laughs> it's literally. It is literally Sergeant Lewis from Morse playing playing Sergeant, Sergeant Lewis. Lewis from Morse. It's it's incredible. My my note is it's fucking Lewis. I'm gonna get really confused. Um, it is. It is. Um, he is literally whoever did Morse. I don't know when Morse came out in relation to this. Is this pre Morse? Uh, this would be pre Morse. Yeah. Um, so whoever uh, made Morse watched this and thought. That Kevin Waitley, he is an excellent detective sidekick. Yeah, he's not good enough to be the main character until Morse dies. Um, but <laughs> we'll just let him kind of <laughs> spend another 20 years being like the dog's body and then we might give him his own programme. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But he's a, he's a fucking joy. I, I absolutely love him to bits. He's... Um, he is yeah, great absolutely like because I started watching this at like half nine in the morning and I, and I was just really not in the mood at all then fucking Lewis turns up and I'm just like yes on board now yeah. really yeah mark of quality so okay we've got Miss Blackstock Blacklock Blacklock um, Miss Blacklock she was the uh, the she, woman who owns the house and she's the one that they reckon was the target for the murder. Yes. Not much more there. At one point, just before the thing, she goes to lock up the ducks in the yeah, garden. Uh, I don't uh, know whether that's got anything to do with it. I don't think there's much to do about the ducks. Um, other people have mentioned the ducks, but um, um, in weird conversation. But um, yeah. but yeah, I don't think that's uh, particularly important. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's. I tell you what. Let's start. The next one I'll do is Rudy Shirts, who uh, is the guy that is dead. Right. He's the guy that burst in, and his name's Rudy Schertz, and he's from an unspecified European country, um, and he came here on he was, false papers. Did they say he was Swiss? Possibly I Swiss. I think um, he, no, he was claiming to be the son of someone who ran a hotel right. that Black Lock had stayed at, but he's uh, not that person. There's there's a lot of racism in this. There's a lot of kind of like, oh, it's for, terrible. For, but but kind of like knowing kind of like the racists, the kind of the bad people, like the um, yeah. Like, but they don't refer to, they refer to them as foreigners, but as if you would refer to something as being shit. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, there's there's a nice the opening scene, but like the first scene we see of like Miss Marple right at the very beginning has. Um, uh, the, the waitress sort of like in the in the tea shops sort of like coming up to her and saying kind of like well he he was all right for a foreigner and um, Miss Marple to her credit rolls her eyes as if it's like no fuck you this is not you can't acceptable say that. this is not acceptable in 1947 it's certainly not fucking acceptable in 2014 so I drew the conclusion that um, Miss Marple would not have voted for Brexit. Next character is the waitress because she's the first one we see. The waitress is being played by Liz Clover, who was yep. a receptionist in Shoestring. Nice, nice. Just for the record, in all the episodes. That's a good one. Um, she is basically having a relationship, however serious, with Rudy Shirts. And she's quite upset that he's dead, despite the fact that he was a thief and a foreigner. Rudy Shirts, it must be said also, is proved to be a petty thief. 
throughout this half of the episode. Also, uh, Rudy shirts sounds like a 1980s men's clothing um, shop. Um, It's a good name, isn't it? It's a good name. Or the lead singer in an 80s uh, um, reggae band. Uh, Yeah, I'd say reggae or ska, yeah. Um, Reggae or ska, Rudy shirts and the coat hangers. Okay. Rudy shirts and the trouser presses. Rudy shirts, yeah. Okay, then you've got. So I'm gonna really gotta try and do this quick, but it's mm-hmm. not gonna happen. Um, so in the house where the murder happens, there are five people living there. Uh, none of whom, it turns out, are particularly anything to do with Mrs. Blacklock, who owns the house. <clears throat> so you've got Bunny, yep, aka Miss Bunner, yep. who <laughs> features in uh, um, in the pilot episode of Midsummer Murders. <laughs> just so you know yep. she is whatever she is on I want some of it because she is a nutter she is wide eyed and off her face on something throughout this episode yeah she's, she's kind of got that perfect mix between like uppers and downers like she's complete she's completely <laughs> she's oh, <laughs> she's fucking tripping her balls off but she's really chill um, <laughs> she's like that she's like no yes yes no inspector detective inspector what and she's all She's all over the place. She yes, and she's 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 good fun though. She is absolutely certain that Rudy Shirts was trying to kill Miss Blacklock, and the reason for that is that he turned up at the hotel when they were having lunch or something, and <clears> asked <throat> her for some asked Miss Blacklock for some money. No, she t- he turned up at the house and asked for some money. Miss Blacklock said no. Bunny is bunny. Bunny is certain that Rudy Shirts Sorry, did what this happened crime. There? Just Bunny, just having just, a character called Bunny. I like, I like Bunny. Like Bunny Lebowski. Yeah, um, yeah, Bunny's a good name. I think more people yeah, should be called right. Bunny. Bunny um, Colvin. I might start calling you Bunny. That'd All be right. creepy. That'd be creepy. No problem. Would you yeah, like that? No. Bunny Colvin, he's good as well. Do you remember Bunny Colvin? Um... Nope. <laughs> in the wire, he's the one that sets up. Oh, in the wire. right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next character. Back to the plot. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Okay. So you've got two characters here that count as one choice, which is Patrick and Julia. They are brother and sister. I'm glad. Are... I'm glad you made that. Like, yeah, because I'm, I'm on the same. I'm on the same yeah. page. But they are. The kind of brother and sister. They are ostensibly the the long-lost niece and nephew of Miss Blackstock. But they are the kind of brother and sister that appear to be one 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 straight gin and tonic away from jumping into bed with each other. And I they are insufferably was smug. Literally, I was literally just going to say that very same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to all intents and purposes, they're, they're fucking. Um, it's... Which makes me think that maybe they're not brother and sister, potentially. Well, that blows my because, fantasy. Because... <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Um, 
But they are insufferably smug. They are insufferably smug. Yeah, they are. Um, um, the um, if you can mention the um, the bullshit socialist character, um, we'll do. We're going to be. Um, we're going to be there because he he refers to them as uh, as some bright young things, um, which you know he's twenty seven years off. From uh, from that, so like even his sort of like uh, even his societal opinions are as uh, out of whack as his socialist views. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Patrick and Julia, Pat, uh, Julia is played by Samantha Bond, who mm-hmm. is Miss Money Penny in the James Bond film starring Piers Brosnan. Right, so I've had a lot of time on my hands today. You really to have, like I'm you being, but I reckon she's one of those people. There's a few in this. She's one of those actresses that I reckon uh, I recognised as soon as I saw her, and I couldn't place her. But that's obviously where she's from. Um, so, I mean, there's more to say about these people, but we just need to quickly get through them all because there were so many people in the room when this happened. You've then yep. got Philippa Haynes, who is also living in the house. She is effectively the lodger of Miss Blacklock. She's the one that works in the garden centre. Yeah. Or as a gardener in some uh, other fancy uh, house. Uh, no, no, she's the gardener in that house. No, uh, it's a different house. Oh, is it no. a different house? Yeah, yeah, it's a different house. She works as a gardener in a different house. Oh, okay. Um, uh, as the assistant gardener in some other house, basically. Right. And she is quite uptight, mostly because her husband passed away. And she's got a son who you do not meet. No. Thus far. That's fine. Uh, you've then got Mrs. Easterbrook and Colonel Easterbrook, uh, which they're... is classic, oh, classic Colonel from the war. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, slightly, slightly doddery with a with a much younger wife. Um, yeah, and um, you know he's he's having the time of his fucking life. Certainly, I would imagine being, so. Certainly better than being in the trenches. Um, indeed, indeed. Um, they don't really come into it too much until quite near the end of this, what I will euphemistically call half the episode. Um, <laughs> you've then got, oh, there's so many. <laughs> you've then got two characters who essentially look like they're in the good life, which is <laughs> Murgatroyd and Hinchcliffe. I like which are two I like them too. Yeah, they they are my they are my favourite characters. Um they're the comedy they're the comedy relief for sure. Right. They are basically um in as much as 1985 television and um, the writings of Agatha Christie, they are two women friends who live together. Um, yeah, which happened they, a lot in those days, and it was always they you never really thought about why or whatever. But, they yeah. uh, they read pretty gay, um, which is awesome for them to cover that. That's um, yeah. you know that's that's great. <laughs> Murgatroyd is played by Joan Sims, who is in all of the Carry On films. I didn't need help with that one. No, and, um, and she's called fucking Murgatroyd, which Murgatroyd, is Murgatroyd just... and Hinchcliffe. I would watch a program. <laughs> I would watch a whole series of Murgatroyd and Hinchcliffe. Yeah, yeah, no, they missed a trick with that. It's awesome. It's awesome. They're so funny. They're very good. Just like sound like a transformer. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> just... but they are living the good life. They've got pigs. Yep. One of them's up a tree, like getting apples, They're constantly <laughs> gardening in the garden, doing garden stuff. Just yep. and yeah, it's it's it, they are a kind of weird 
Tom and Barbara situation yeah. going on there. But uh, you then have you then have the communist who you mentioned earlier, Edmund uh, he, Swettenham. It, it, he's more of a socialist, um, I think. They call uh, him a communist, but yeah. Uh, okay, well... He writes books. He writes books and wastes his time writing books. Yeah, like a about twat. communism. Like a twat. <laughs> Goes off to Spain to write a book. <laughs> Nobody knows why I'm here. <laughs> it's a secret. Um, it is, it is a source Sorry. of amusement, though, isn't it? And horror to everyone in the programme that he writes books. Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, I don't I don't really understand why. It, it, it yeah. seems like they seem relatively well-educated. They, they must read books. Surely they must the, be aware of books and that the, those books were indeed written by someone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Surely the idea of someone writing one shouldn't be such a, like an alien concept to them. <laughs> Okay, we've only got only five, only four left. Only four oh. characters left. So we've got his mum, the communist mum, who, to my for, for my money, has so far done nothing whatsoever mm-hmm. apart from be there. Or oh, she did turn up with some quints to deliver. She delivered um, delivered yeah. some quints to the house. Yeah, whether that means anything or not, probably uh, t- probably not. She did have a she did have an evil look on her face when she turned up. Right, uh, okay. Um, but I think that was the music. It was like set up to be a bit suspect because she mm. they, they they do a big thing about sort of like letting her into the house. Like you just walk into houses and just like that's yeah. what we do around here. It's the yeah. fucking. And it's, the, it's not the first time that the doors not being locked have been mentioned. Yeah, in the house where the murder occurred. Mm-hmm. You then have the vicar's wife who, at the murder, was the only one who turned up to the murder and said, has the murder happened yet? The others yes. all said that they'd been passing and blah, 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 made up uh, yeah, because ridiculous she, excuses for having been there. Yeah, because because she thought it was all of a game. Like, it was like a, 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 a like it was a set-up to have, like, a fun party. Turn up to yeah. our house, we're going to have, like, a murder mystery. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. The vicar is the only person in this main enormous massive main cast of characters he's the only one that is not in the house and has so far done nothing but he is not present in the house when the murder occurs which I think is worth remembering and then you've got a woman who I can only assume was persecuted by the Germans and was a refugee to this country after the Second World War because she is the most foreign sounding character I've ever seen on television and she is a cook um, who looks very much like a lizard um, <laughs> which I, I find incredibly unnerving she did like <laughs> just she the, is a very striking looking woman she has a very strange like strange every, appearance like when we see her in the next half like just imagine like a big like tongue kind of like shooting out of her face and like grabbing a fly like she she looks poised for that it's, I will do um, that I will do that that's that's basically my only note that I have on her <laughs> like a lizard yes She's 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 panicking a lot. She, I mean, she she wanted to leave her job when that murder announcement uh, was in the newspaper. Uh, Mrs. Blacklock stopped her. Yeah. Um, she's she, she's kind of been hysterical. She was hysterical through the whole murder thing, and yeah, she's 
I don't know. She she's she's been spreading a few rumours as well though, and someone reckons that she's a liar. So we're kind of through the characters. Felony homicide. So what actually happens Marcus, in this half of the episode? Marcus, please tell me and please do it quickly. Okay. So the murder happens. You then have forty minutes pretty much of the detectives going around and finding out what each person thinks occurred on the night and their stories all differ yeah in one way or another you know he was waving the gun around he was shooting in one position he was shining the torch slowly blah 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 yeah yeah but it's all pretty much with much and everyone assumes that what happened happened and to be honest that is where we get to right at the end of that first 45 minutes this this does uh, this does take up kind of yeah about forty minutes, fifty minutes of the the, the whole program is is just basically getting witness statements, which is is a fair reflection on kind of actual kind of detective work because it's pretty boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you are getting subtle. You're getting subtle character stuff with each of the people, I think. But yeah, it's, we can't be going into that now. No. We can't be going into that. It would be ridiculous. So yep. basically what happens is Craddock, the main detective, he goes to see his boss and his boss says, basically puts him in touch with Miss Marple and says, you should speak to this woman. She's in the area. <clears throat> you know, she's a friend of like a retired police commissioner, I think, is a running theme throughout uh, yeah. all of the books. Um, so Craddock meets Marple. And basically, this um, is the end of this, part one this of is where, three. This is where we get another um, uh, uh, Do You Like Scatty Women references. Um, Indeed. Which, yeah. <laughs> you said you weren't going to mention again? I did, yeah, no, I, I lied. <laughs> okay, but no more. Okay. Promise? Uh, yep, this is a scat-free zone. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Good. <laughs> it's good to know. Um, <laughs> Uh, so basically, Craddock meets Marple. Marple blows the whole case wide open. She says that the guy who did the killing, or who they think did the killing, she's like, he didn't do the killing. He's a petty thief. I think he was paid to go around there and do this as a joke. Yeah. And basically, the person you're looking for is... You, you, the murderer was trying to kill... Was trying to kill Blacklock but yep. missed with the first two shots and then had to get rid of Rudy Shirts with the third shot yep. because Rudy Shirts knows yeah. who has paid, he's been paid to go around there and do this murder. So the implication being that none of the shots were fired were fired from um, the gun that Rudy Shirts was um, carrying. Um, no, he may not have been carrying a gun, that's the whole he point. He might not have been carrying a gun in at the all. Dark. Yeah, yeah. There was a gun um, next to him on the floor... Yeah, but which is the murder weapon? You assume they don't really go into it, but it must be the murder or the yeah the murder weapon. But there's no evidence yeah. that Rudy was ever holding it or anything. No. Um, um, and then basically, to be honest, it's not there's not that much to go I mean, through. The, 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 we can pretty much get to the it gets to the end of this section in just a couple of very simple steps, I reckon. Um, I've got like five notes that take us right through to the end of this half the episode. Cool. Um, and if I miss anything out, jump in and jump in anyway. If you've I got will. something interesting to, add. <laughs> I can't. Only that. if you've got only, something interesting. To only add. if I think it's interesting. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, so really, the next thing that happens is the cur- oh, so yeah, Craddock finds a lot of that information out, gets it confirmed by the waitress who was going out with Rudy shirts. Um, even though she doesn't like foreigners, um, even though she doesn't like foreigners, she did like this one because he promised to buy her a watch. Yeah, he was getting paid quite a lot of money to play this joke on yep. these on these people who live in the village. But uh, it should, the waitress it should be doesn't point, know who paid her. It should be pointed out that he also po- uh, posted the ad um, in the paper originally as well on the, yeah. on the, on the yeah. behest of someone else. Yeah, he posted the ad. He went round. He's he I mean he's nailed on for having done all this stuff. But he was paid by someone. We know that now. We don't know who. The colonel loses his gun. Yep. Basically, the gun is an old German war pistol. The colonel loses his German war pistol. His wife says that... It was there there the night of the shooting. After the night. The day after the shooting. Yep. Yeah, um, after. But, uh, but then, but then disappears. Um, yeah, and then that gun's now disappeared, so no one knows quite what's going on there. And there is a moment when the detective goes over and finds out this information, and the wife is in the window looking very guilty. Yeah. And annoyed that the husband, the colonel, is talking to the detective. Yeah. We find out at this point that Blacklock, while not a rich woman, she is the richest woman in the village, but she isn't. Phenomenally wealthy. It's one of those classic, rich, uh, big house type wealth, isn't it? Where they've got a big house, but there isn't really a lot of money, actual uh, capital floating uh, about. I think I, I, there's I, a I, bit, but not a load. They're not poor. Um, they're not poor, but they make a point of saying that she's not. She's not mega rich. She's not swimming in Rembrandts. Um. She's not <laughs> swimming in Rembrandts. She's got one or two Rembrandts. Yeah, like we all do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. For she, it turns out, is not a rich woman now, but she is going to be a rich woman in three weeks' time. Because of some weirdly tenuous link. <laughs> There's a massively tenuous link. Her boss, her old boss, Randall Gurgler, or something. It, 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 just, it wasn't Gurgler, but I wanted to call him Gurgler. It was like Gurgler or something. It was Gurgler or Burgler or Burgler. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so Randall Gurgler, he died... He's going to leave all his money to his wife, and he's a mega billionaire. He's got Rembrandts coming out of his ass. Yeah. Um, um, all his money's prob- going to his prob- wife. Probably, his wife. probably why he died. <laughs> yeah. Complications resulting yeah. <laughs> from stuffing priceless works of art up your rectum. <laughs> he's going to leave all his money to his wife. But and his, wife if his wife is If the wife Ill. dies, then Blacklock gets it, and the wife is now on last legs, knocking on death's door, three weeks to go. Yeah. Pretty specific three weeks, it seems. Um, However... There's a caveat. If there is a caveat, because if the wife dies... No. If Blacklock dies and the wife dies... So if if Blacklock dies before the wife... Before the wife dies. Then the wife dies, then this burglar's sister had two kids and that money goes to the two kids... Yeah. No one really knows who these two kids are, but they're called Pip and Emma. And I'm doing uh, whatever yeah. they're called with my fingers. Uh, air quotes, I believe. Air quotes. Pip <laughs> and Emma. Yes. Um, and Pip and Emma, no one knows who they are, where they are. However, they would be roughly the same age as 
Patrick and Julia. The who? annoying, sycophantic, yeah. smug, insufferable incest, incest couple qu- of <laughs> yeah. and sister. <laughs> the incest kids. Um, uh, who, <laughs> who, it, who it turns out... Uh, like the incest kids. <laughs> was that Betty's bunch? <laughs> No, <laughs> it was some trendy band. I can't remember the name. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to do it again. No, don't. Um, I refuse. So basically, um, there is like a. They do make a point of saying that um, uh, uh, Richard Blackwood. Uh, what's her name? Um, Miss Blacklock. <laughs> Miss Blacklock. Um, doesn't has never met these kids before um, before and, a few uh, months ago like uh, six uh, months ago they uh, showed up uh, pretty much before moving into the, which I'm guessing is possibly kind of like the the yeah. reference like the letter of introduction and all of that kind yeah. of bullshit where you could just like send yeah, a letter yeah. to someone and, and um, just have them live in your house for fucking ever um, yeah. they basically that's... knock on the door with a letter from this from their mum who was friends with Blacklock of course related somehow and then moved in. Um, it turns out Marple goes over and talks to everyone, and those kids are like Patrick and Julia, really like being smug and you know treating Marple like a scatty old lady. Stop and, it! Um, <laughs> hey, I just use the word in its proper rightful sense uh, uh, that that word has been tainted now <laughs> oh. one, one might say one might say stained um. <laughs> so marple runs rings around the kids there's something to do with the lamp yeah um murgatroyd and hinchcliffe start uh, investigating it in their own yeah, yeah. humorous um, fashion so Miss, they Miss, might come into this she's got some competition actually because Murgatroyd and um, Hinchcliffe um, Heath, Heathcliffe um, Hinchcliffe 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 um, it is, to be fair they, it is mostly Hinchcliffe because Murgatroyd is not the sharpest tool in the box no no um, but she um, yeah they they reenact um the scenario with the trowel um and um work out that um cuz Hinchcliffe thinks that there's something wrong the thing that she finds wrong which is is a bit of a leap but um good for her for thinking about it um is that um uh, the door would have had he been in the doorway the, the door would have shut yeah, um, the door would have swung shut on him or behind yeah. him, and it um, didn't. And it didn't, implying that there was a second assailant. Yeah, and then you have a sequence, and then we've missed out a t- tiny bit. There is a second door into the room where the murder happened, which apparently is always locked because they don't use it anymore for some reason or another. Yeah, something to do with the woman who works in the garden centre like had a big table of flowers there and caused the door to be locked so that door's always locked however it turns out that it has been recently opened because it's been oiled so bunny and miss marple go and have cake in the last scene a scene that i like to call two old ladies and one cake (laughs) Um, good work bunny is and, Bun- and Bunny so, reveals sorry two, two old ladies one cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> one cup of chocolate cake no 
Um, can I be uh, too scatty old? No. <laughs> You're doing this now. This is not. This is not me. This is you. All you. Started you. It. Um, can I? Can I just take you back um, a couple of scenes? Because um, yeah. there's because uh, there's the um, there's the scene where sort of uh, the commie pinko. Um, uh, guy, he desperately yeah. wants to. Um, d- um, d- he's really, really hot for the um, d- for the gardener lady. Um, yeah. He asks her to like marry her, which you can do like in the nineteen forties. You can just like, you know, someone refuses to go on a date with you, so you just ask them to marry you, and and they're suddenly going to say, yeah, that sounds, yeah, I d- you know, I, d- I didn't want to spend sort of like a couple of hours with you, but I might spend the rest of my life with you, so yeah. Just when random. you asked me on a date, I didn't think you were serious. But now you've <laughs> asked me to marry you, then I can see that you're a man of conviction. <laughs> and the answer is definitely yes. <laughs> I don't see any reason to get to know you better. The fact that you're the village weirdo who writes <laughs> books. But, uh, <laughs> uh, You with your words and stuff. Um. <laughs> so presumably... You with your words and your yeah. drafts. Yeah, <laughs> your pencils and your paper. Yeah. I've got... I've got so many notes. Yep. Um, I'm not going to go into them because cool. I think we've just got so much to do. But just in that two old women, one cake shop scene, yes. Bunny, first of all, reveals that not only are Patrick and Julia people that have hardly ever met Miss Blacklock, she is an old school friend of Miss Blacklock, who she hadn't seen for years. Right. And she saw her in the newspaper doing something or the other, and she wrote her a letter. And basically, Bunny was quite lonely, living in a in a in a one room bed set, I think, on her pension. And Miss Blacklock and her got back in touch, and Blacklock has invited her to live in her house. So she is also, you know, a relatively new kid on the block. Yeah. in this house where this money thing is now like going on so um, she, it, not only does she say that it's also pointed God. out um, it's also pointed out that um, uh, should Miss Blacklock die um, uh, Bunny will get like a small immunity um, uh, plus also all the furniture in the house yeah which is a small a small thing that's before they know about that's before this other money is taken into account, so who knows uh, how much yeah, money yeah. she might get? Uh, yeah, but it but it gives her like a it, it gives her like a, a a small motive to to want her dead. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, okay, uh, I've just got a little bit more. I've got a little bit more that we have okay. to get in because Bunny then throws a lot of mud at Patrick, and it is definitely mud. Um, <laughs> first of all, he's had money from Miss Blacklock. Yep. He's had loans and stuff from her. Uh, Bunny obviously hasn't, so she feels that that's a bit weird. Secondly, she saw him with an oil lamp in the garden or something, and that door, that second door, had been oiled. Thirdly, he heard, uh, he heard, she heard him having an argument with Julia, yep. his sister forward slash lover. Mm. And there's something about the lamp on the table... They're like a pair of lamps, one with a shepherd and one with a shepherdess. And somehow they've been swapped and there is something going on. But that, I right. do not have any idea what that is going to be. But it's definitely going to come into it later on because a big deal has been made of it. Okay. Cool. 
Jeez. And I think that's that that takes us there. And like I've I've got the episode running at one and a half speed, um, and we are literally at the stop off point. So okay. um, that that should have taken us like forty five minutes. Um, pretty much. In pretty much. Cool. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. I am Chitara, this is Snarf, and we are the Thundercats. Oh! Well <laughs> enough to score we use. But if but you go to school... <laughs> That's good. You've missed your calling. <laughs> you should what be is... a Snarf impersonator. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Dress up, <laughs> dress up like snarf. Some uh, sort of very really niche bored one. and depressed, <laughs> bored and depressed CEOs of dot com companies <laughs> that can only get off with snarf in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific niche. It's very one yeah. that you are perfectly placed to fill. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For all your snarf needs. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have no idea um, what happens here. So I'm going to just try and do it as quickly as I can, because I'm sure people... There's definitely something going on with Mrs. Easterbrook, the colonel's wife. Right, okay. okay. I can't ignore the Patrick and Julia situation. I don't trust Bunny. To be honest, the only people... I'm not entirely sure I trust the foreign cook... Because she was conveniently locked in a closet, but she could have easily locked herself in that closet and, after she uh, shot people. Is it because she looks like a lizard? Is that why? It is not why. I am not lizardist. No, I want to say that right now. You're not a follower of David Icke. You don't. Um... <laughs> I used to be, but where is he now? Do you know what uh, I mean? If you're gonna, if you're gonna claim to be the son of God, and then I, I'm into that. I liked him. Uh, um, I like turquoise. I'm, I'm going you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm ha- to have to stop you because he's got his own podcast. So, <laughs> Do they get more than 19 regular listeners? <laughs> I reckon he probably does. <laughs> <laughs> All power to him then. Exactly, exactly. He's do- Maybe he's doing- I should make a bold statement. We he's might doing- get more listeners. He's doing better than us. So. <laughs> Ike. What a guy! Um, yeah. What a guy. Okay, I've, I've, I am now. I am now going to make my predictions. Get on them. I will say. I. I will say it is that I. Go on. Okay. But, <laughs> um, great podcasting. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say I haven't got a fucking clue. I'm I, like this is a wild, like um, much like the murder in this, it's a wild stab in the dark. Um, yeah. So you know, I would throw a caution to the wind and go for the most outlandish thing um, you can possibly think of. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to go for the obvious one, go which on is, I think. So there's a bit where Hannah says that she saw Philippa Haynes, the gardener, talking to Rudy Shirts in the summer house. Okay? I think that was Julia dressed up as Philippa Haynes. 
Right. So I think it. I. I think to be honest, I think it is Patrick and Julia, and I think they are in league with Bunny. Okay, and Bunny is chucking mud around so that they don't look like they're in league together. They're the three people right. that have all shown up in the last few months. Yeah. Bunny is the one that is so totally convinced that Rudy Shirts was trying to kill Miss Blacklock. So I think, I actually think that Bunny is the mum of Patrick and Julia, who I think probably are brother and sister, but they're just a bit incestuous. And I think those three are all in on it to get Blacklock. Right. I like your theory, and my theory crosses over quite a lot, actually. Um, but who? But do I have to say who I think pulled the trigger to kill um, to to kill shirts? Do we have? To, I think we have to name a person who we think actually did the murder. Yeah. So that's my plot, and I think the person who actually pulled the trigger. I think it was Bunny. You son of a bitch. Right, so... Right, Bunny is also my... Uh, I'm, I'm also going for Bunny. Um, okay, okay. Um, so, that, so, so if it is Bunny, then your the theory behind it will determine who gets the points. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think it's Bunny. Um, I think that... I'm going to go on the I'm going to go on the art um on on the art and furniture thing. I think possibly the lamps are going to play into it. Um I think that possibly bunny uh, Do you think there sh- are some Rembrandts? Um I I think there probably are some I think there's probably something in because they make a point of saying that she that bunny gets like an immunity and the furniture. Um yeah. so I think that possibly bunny knew that. Um also knew that the um, uh, that possibly the lamps that you mentioned, possibly some other bit of furniture, uh, is incredibly valuable, um, and knowing that she will get those, I think, um, and I think that maybe maybe um, uh, the incest kids are possibly related. I think I think you're probably onto something there. Um, but I think this is going to be like a furniture-related thing. I think. Um, uh, so, are yeah. you saying are you saying the incest kids are in on it as well, or do you think it's just Bunny? Or um, I, I think your theory about them being related is is a, a pretty good one. Um, so, uh, but for the sake of argument, I, I I will say I will say no, just to because um, otherwise we're just gonna. Okay, so if Bunny did the killing, yeah, and it's all about the furniture, then Mm -hmm. you're the winner. If Bunny did the killing and it's about anything else, then I'm the winner. And also, if the kids are involved with Bunny somehow, then I get it as well. Um, Well, actually, okay. Well, I'll say that I think the kids are probably involved as well. Okay. Somehow. This is confusing. It 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 is confusing. I don't know how we're going to work this prediction stuff out. (laughs) We will do at the end. We'll decide who the winner is. We've got Um, eighty minutes to think about it. So uh, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And just finally, a couple of bonus point opportunities. Go on then. Number one, we'll do the same as we did last week. Will Miss Marple have sex (laughs) before the end of the episode? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Um, (laughs) Okay. will, Will she eat another cake? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Okay. I've got a genuine one. I've got a genuine one. Because I don't think, me personally, I don't think we're done murdering. 
Ooh. How uh, many more? How many more bodies in the ground by the end of this episode? Uh, I'm going to say one more. Okay, I'm going to say more than one. Okay. Um, I don't want to say none. But this is for the bonus point game, and it does not count okay. in the main game, Tabby. Welcome back. Welcome back to the very confused Detective Inspectors. <laughs> I think I think that would describe us. I think that would describe us quite well. Um, um, so, um, yeah, take take us through what's, um, if you can, the, the minefield of fucking <laughs> of head fuckery that, that was the last half of three episodes of Miss Marple. <laughs> a murder a murder is announced. A murder is announced. I'm confused. Uh, I don't really I mean it is so so complicated. Uh, yeah. I mean it's Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie was a genius. Uh, she was. You know, she was a genius. But I mean this is this is I mean <laughs> This is off the scale. So, right, I'm I'm betting that when Agatha Christie um, wrote uh, Miss Marple in A Murder Is Announced, she didn't think that maybe 50 years later, um, two... <laughs> idiots. Yeah, idiot, yeah. Um, would be chatting to each other from different countries recording it and talking about what she wrote and you know essentially attempting to pick her up on sort of like the mistakes that she made um you know the fact that we're doing this would have blown her fucking mind and and yeah, she, she and, and, even, yeah. and and you know as you say she was a genius um it would have taken a week to get a letter from England to Spain. <laughs> um, That's how we're going to do these in the future. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into it. Um, first of all, let's clear up some uh, quick points. Mm-hmm. Two more people died. Yep, bonus point so for you. Bonus point to me, so I'm tuning up on bonus points. Yep. But that is the least of our worries. Oh, God. Because this got... Well, I do understand now what happened. Uh, it's incredibly it's, convoluted. I mean, I, it's very convoluted. I uh, mean, there were hints. There were hints in the first half of the episode, but it was very difficult. Basically, Mrs. Blacklock and I said to you when the when we started watching again before anything else had really happened, I said I think she's involved in it. Yeah, yeah. I said that at the start, but I mean, that's just. I had that feeling watching it yesterday, watching it again today. But I couldn't put my finger on how. And basically it all boils down to she had a sister uh, 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 called Charlotte. Hang on, should we save, should we save this to the end? Like, we, we, need to, we need to get through as much as we can of, of, of the, the incredibly complicated plot before we get there. Because this is basically kind of, this is announced the the, literally in like the last four minutes of the programme. So, yeah. uh, so take, us, take, us, take us through to that point in, in the most coherent and sensible way you can. Okay, yeah. yeah I've, got it all, <laughs> yep. I've got it all down pat, no I, problem I bet, whatsoever. I bet you do. I, I I have faith in you. I think I, I can I can trust you to do this. This is this is this, your this is your job in the podcast too. <laughs> this is what I do. And it is 
It is what I do best, which is a big worry for me. I know, I know. all the other areas <laughs> of my life. So it starts off, the, 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 it restarts, the detective drives to Scotland yep. uh, to if, see the wife of Gurgler. In a matter of hours. Like, it, it, we don't know where the village is where this is happening. It could have been, you know, South Yorkshire or something. So whatever, he gets there and he talks to the wife. And I, I can't remember really what the outcome of that conversation was. Um, the, she looks a bit like kind of Barbara Cartland. Um, she yes. says that... Um, oh, God, what did she say? She says something about... Um, there was a nephew. A ne- she says that maybe there was a nephew. Something about a nephew and something about um, the family stuff. Family, family. Yeah. Um, it's all... Uh, but yeah. nothing really, nothing, nothing uh, I can remember. I, I, I can't think. Uh, I'm not that. entirely sure he learnt much from that. Um, but so. he did somehow. But I, I, I still, even now, don't know what it was. No. Um, the next thing that really happens is it's Bunny's birthday. Happy birthday, Bunny! And she has happy birthday, Bunny. Yeah. Only it's not. It's your because. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a happy birthday for Bunny, is it? I, I, it's ironically her birthday is also her death day. Um, yes. So yeah, um, there's a nice symmetry there, I suppose. I, I suppose so. It, it possibly not how I'd like to go, but you know, Hannah, Hannah, the foreign um, it should be cooks a lovely cake. Yeah, um, she it says looks it's, awful. It's uh, like she makes a big deal about how good this cake is going to be and how how the English can't make cakes. Um, she then presents this cake, which is fucking shit. It's like an ordinary sponge cake with like some really crap chocolate icing on the top, with "Happy Birthday" written kind of in the bottom, but nothing else. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, no uh, candles, no no nothing. Um, you know, I, 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 it but, might taste great. The cake might taste great. I she might have made the best tasting cake in the world, but it looks like shit. I've, I've been watching the Great uh, British Bake Off, and um, the, you know maybe maybe my standards are higher because of that. Plus, also I know people who can bake cakes really fucking well. Um, if I made a cake that shit, I would not be fucking boasting about it. Um, no. Uh, basically, um, that's my take. I mean, I guess nineteen forty-seven rationing still uh, rationing still in place. Um, chocolate's probably hard to come by. It's it's it, you know. Hannah was quite excited that 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 uh, Miss Blacklock had all the ingredients for a cake it, in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So wondered where she managed to get all that stuff from. So maybe we should make we can make some excuses for the cake, but also you know. Anyway, just, we've just, got a lot to get through. We should not get bogged down <laughs> on the cake. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're, you are absolutely even, right. <laughs> even though it's a crucial plot point because that everyone eats the cake. Happy birthday. Blah blah blah. Bunny then feels unwell. Yes. Can't find any aspirin. And then, so, Miss Blackwood says, oh, there's some aspirin by my bed. So she goes up and takes the aspirin by her bed. Yeah. And lo and behold, she dies. Because the aspirin is poisoned. Yes. Now, how does Miss Blackwood... How does the killer... Don't give anything away. <laughs> how does the killer know that Bunny's going to feel unwell and want aspirin. Maybe she always does, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. But anyway, Bunny dies. Maybe she knows the cake is shit and like everyone feels unwell if they eat like a lot of cake. Um, 
Maybe. Might have been the massive party hat they made her wear that um, that made her feel unwell. Like, I, like, it was effectively like a cracker hat, but like the tallest thing I've ever seen. It was, like, it was yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like one of those big chef hats. Yeah. Chefs, mostly. Uh, yeah, most, mostly chefs. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. That happens. Bunny is dead. Everyone's very upset about it, especially Miss Marple, in one of her brief appearances yep. in this entire miniseries. She's on screen for about ten minutes. Yep. She, um, does, she does pretty much nothing. Then the investigation seems to turn to the sister of Gurgler. Right. And so they so they concentrate on that for a bit. The detective goes up into the attic. Um, the attic is also a disgrace it, it, to it, try and find photographs. It is, but very dry. Um, at least there's no there's no damp in that house as well, which is you know for, for a resale point. I mean that's that's very important. Um, yeah. Less so Especially for now. Less less so for the plot. So they find a they go through the photo albums um, and they find that all photos of the sister have been removed. From yeah. the photo album, although weird, uh, it was only is that the sister of Gurgler or the sister of Lottie Letty Blackwood? I think that Blacklock. was. I think I think that was the <laughs> that was the uh, that was Richard Black uh, Richard Blackwood's sister. Um, yeah, all the pictures um, of that sister have been have, have been taken away. So maybe it was her. So maybe that's what the woman in Scotland was talking about. That yeah yeah that would probably make sense. Um, okay, so all the pictures of the sister have gone. Also, there is a broken lamp. Yeah, up there. Um, but you know, there's there's also a broken clock and um, some very fake cobwebs. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how those things play into it as well. <laughs> uh, and then I, I did my classic thing as well. I haven't made many notes of this mm. on this half of the episode. So Philippa Haynes, <laughs> the Marcus Brayman classic. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to. I'm into it. I'm watching it. I'm trying to work out what the hell. You can't make notes on something that you don't fully understand. Well, I mean, one of the beauties of sort of like of, of um, doing this over Skype is that sort of like we when we've done this before, we've been kind of sitting next to each other watching, so we've not been able to see each other's faces. Um, I, I've, I've I've basically been distracted this entire sort of half of the episode just watching you kind of rubbing your face and being kind of desperately like as. A strange mix between sort of like boredom and despair. Um, it's so long. I just, it's so long. Yeah, we we yeah we, we never we, again we, we, we do we, a whole mini series in one episode. Yeah, yeah. No, we screwed up with this one. This was this. So, a propos of nothing, Philippa Haynes's husband is not dead. Yep. Who we thought was dead. He's actually he was actually a deserter in the war, and she had lied about that. But that comes to nothing. Yep. From what I can see, he then is run over the next day, saving a child, through, saving a child's life. Yeah. So he's kind of a hero, but a deserter. Yep. But and, and, that doesn't and as, play into anything. And as Lewis says, a good death. Um, a good death. Yeah. Yeah. And Lewis would know. Lewis would know he's been around a lot. Um, yeah. I'm going to say at this point, Lewis is my favourite thing about this episode. Like, it, it, it's just a joy to see him on screen. Um, love him. <laughs> um, he is great. He yeah, is yeah. great in this. 
so Christ, and then Murgatroyd, what and then Hinchcliffe and Murgatroyd are, are doing more of their trying to work stuff out. Yeah, tell me if I've missed anything out, which I'm sure I have. Uh, uh, nothing, nothing important. Um, Hinchcliffe and Murgatroyd are trying to work out what happened and who was there and who was where. And Murgatroyd has like an, a revelation because she yep. was stood by the door when the murder happened, the initial one. And so she saw the, the torch being shone about better than anyone else. So she knew who wasn't there. We get a, we get a fairly who gra- would have killed the thing. We get a fairly graphic description about her um, um, corns and bunions and how she's like oh. digging about in them, which. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I didn't need to hear that. I, I, I've got a problem with feet. I hate feet, and um, that was just too much. Too much, Miss Martha. I'm, um, yeah, I'm ambivalent. I'm ambivalent towards feet, and I found it unpleasant. The thought of Joan Sims digging around in the corn, <laughs> the, the seeping, weeping corn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Murgatroyd has cracked it. Really, I think she's worked yeah, yeah. out who's done it. And then at that moment, in inopportune moment, if ever there was one, Hinchcliffe gets a, a phone call about a dog delivery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, a delivery from the railway station saying that her dog has been delivered. Um, <laughs> they, tried to, they, they tried to deliver it earlier. But they thought it would be too early, so they haven't delivered the dog. The dog is at the railway station, so Hitchcliff has to like go my and fucking get the duvet. Dog. Where's my fucking like duvet? duvet. <laughs> Listeners who don't know the duvet story, Tabby has been waiting for a duvet to be delivered all the day. Delivering it have said all day. The people who say they were delivering it say they tried to deliver it at a time when I know Tabby was at home because we were talking together on Skype. I'm next to the sodding door. Yeah, and you can see out of the window. I can see the window next to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would uh, like you don't need Miss Marple to work out that these cunts are lying. Um, it's <laughs> so Hermes delivery. <laughs> Hermes. Yeah. Have you ordered through Amazon? Uh, yes, I did order. Um, well, but, there's, that is uh, that is. Karma, my friend. Karma. Well, if I mean, I guess if you're using like a delivery service of just like a man with um, tiny wings on his sandals, then um, Hermes is probably crap. Um, <laughs> How's he going to take uh, off with a duvet? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just got small wings on his sandals. It's only four and a half tog. It's like really light. Um, <laughs> what are you buying a summer duvet for now? Um, I run hot. Um, <laughs> Moving, <laughs> moving back to moving back along. to Miss Marple. I never thought I'd be happy to go back to talking to Miss about, <laughs> talking about to this Ms. episode of Miss Marple. <laughs> Murgatroyd then. So rather than quickly tell Hinchcliffe who was definitely the murderer, which she could have done, she's like, no, no, tell me when I get back from picking up my dog from the railway station. Because that's the thing. Because so <laughs> that's the thing. Then it starts raining. Murgatroyd has to go out. You get the classic through the bushes thing. So we know that someone's watching Hinchcliffe and Murgatroyd. Yeah, yeah, he gets a nice POV camera. The proper midsummer murders, someone peeking through the bushes. Murgatroyd goes out to get the washing in and is strangled with a very, very gaudily patterned sheet. Uh, yeah, it might have been a blouse. Who knows? Um, blouse, uh, sheet, a 4.5 tog do they? That's where it is. <laughs> so Murgatroyd is now dead. Hitchcliffe is furious and she vows to kill 
Yeah. Whoever whoever does that. But there is no more death in this episode. No. There are they are the two more deaths. So uh, as previously mentioned, bonus point to me. Yep. Excuse me. <coughs> you, get, um, you get excited when you get a bonus point. <laughs> and then I do. I need to have a little bonus point cough. <laughs> and then basically what happens is uh, a letter. Miss Blacklock receives a letter from the real Julia Watford Chops, proving uh, that the Julia and Patrick Julia is not actually Julia. Right. So she calls Patrick and Julia into the room. So the, these are the have this, uh, these are the incest twins. Um, the incest twins, who, as we suspected, are in love because they are not brother and sister. Julia, good news for the actually Emma. <laughs> Good news for not fans of incest. Um, yeah. For fans of webbed feet, bad news. <laughs> yeah. Any fans of incest, this is not a good thing. Uh, I am not a fan of incest, so I'm no, quite no. pleased. Um, no. So basically, like, Julia... Get your incest from Game of Thrones. That's, that's the message. That's legitimate, because it wasn't such a bad thing in those times, whenever that was said. <laughs> Everyone seems to be up to it in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Julia, it turns out, is Emma. Is the is one of the is Emma of Pip and Emma, as in the two children of Gurgler's sister. <laughs> okay. Are you aware of what you're saying and how ridiculous yeah. it sounds? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. I'm a man with almost nothing to do and I can't believe that I'm spending time doing this. Um, so Julia is Emma. The real Julia lives somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Patrick, it turns, is who he says he is. Yeah. That's all fine. That's fine. We still don't know who Pip is. Um, but then we very quickly find out that Pip is Philippa. Yeah. Um, Clues in the name. There's no problem there. That's all. That's all sorted. And then you were very much led to believe, for the next ten or fifteen minutes of faffing around, that Philippa is the murderer. Yes. That's really. We were both sat there. Saying, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Philippa. It's Philippa. Yeah, that's that's kind of like explicitly what you're meant to think. Um, yeah, and we both did. Uh, we because, were both because they've got the motive. They've got the kind of. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the motive is the money, um, the money that would sort of go to them should um, uh, uh, Black Richard Lock. Blackwood die. Um, and um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, then we kind of flounder about for another sort of 20 minutes, not really anything happening. Miss Marvel of disappears. Uh, yeah. Um, we basically then um, there's a there's a scene where um, 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 what's her name Blackthorn um, Blacklock Blacklock um, I know Blackthorn was like a cider wasn't it um, mm. <laughs> uh, Blacklock is uh, like there's a there's a scene where sort of like her pearl her string of pearls breaks and like that falls on the floor and she, and she, she dashes out of the room she freaks out and it's like just you know pick up the pearls what possible? and we know they're costume jewelry yep yep um 
you know, they're not made of Rem- they're not they're not made of Rembrandt's. Um, she dashes <laughs> out of the room. Then we have a moment, much like last week, where something happens to the main character, which makes them realise something very important basically the vicar's wife's cat knocks over a glass of water and fuses a lamp almost i would imagine electrifying miss marble i mean at that age <laughs> to be touching an electrified lamp is very dangerous uh, yeah um but uh, you know she's as tough as old boots like miss marble could take it um you know i, I reckon you could probably sort of, like torture miss marble and she wouldn't tell you anything <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think she, I think you're right though. She would hold out. She would. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm absolutely not condoning the idea of like torturing old women. That's that's a that's a terrible thing. And that's and that she is. is a, that's for my. Um, that's, neither of us are fans of that. Just just you know. That's for my other podcast. Um. <laughs> Another one of your other podcasts. Yeah. For my. <laughs> <laughs> punishing pension <laughs> my punishing pensioners podcast <laughs> I would listen to that out of curiosity and then I would complain about it not to any kind of not to any kind of magazine or the iTunes store but to the police <laughs> no I just like the idea of you like screaming at the gods <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> How I could this be? A... <laughs> so yes, so uh, tune into punishing pensioners. Um, <laughs> new <laughs> new episode every time I go to the post office. Um, I would like to once again distance myself <laughs> from that remark. In fact, all of those remarks. Okay. <laughs> Back to the episode. Right. We're on very tricky ground. Oh, I know. So and then Marple disappears. And then we, I think, am I right in thinking we then have the parlour scene? Yeah, we basically kind of like um, smash through to... um, Detective uh, Craddock gets them all together. Yeah. Round at the house. And they're all there. And it's basically, they know that it's a woman that did it because Murgatroyd had said, she wasn't there, she wasn't there, before she... Yeah. She could have easily just said it, but she didn't. She went and got murdered instead. Yeah. Um, so so Megatron got go murdered. Round, murdered. Um, yeah. So, so, so they then go round and they try and... All the women have to give an alibi as to where they are. Were between 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock when Murgatroyd was killed. They've all kind of... I was asleep. <laughs> I was out having a walk on my own. Yeah. One of them says, oh, I was listening to radio. The colonel's wife says, I was listening to the radio with my beloved husband. And she says... He goes, no, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally the, throw them under the bus. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So then she says, well, I was... I, <laughs> I was toasting some scones and then went for a walk. Um, went for a little walk in the rain. Uh, on my own. Um... So... And then they accuse and say, they accuse um, the communist, everyone's favourite communist. Edward Sweetnam. Yeah. So so he gets accused. Um, The maid, the cook in Blackthorn's house comes in and says, 
it was her, it was Blackthorn. And then yeah. they accuse, and then they like rush the maid out and say, don't be stupid, go back to your kitchen. Yeah. And then, and then Edward. Edmund, <laughs> go, eat, Edward. go eat some flies. Um. <laughs> yeah. And then Edmund is accused. And he, and then somehow he's accused and it's like all made out like he's done it. And then we cut to Blackthorn is downstairs trying to drown (laughs) in the kitchen sink. "Ah, You didn't see me. You didn't see me. And she's literally plunging her head under the water. It's brutal. That's something like a lock, stock and two smoking. (laughs) And then in, and then up pops Marple and, and uh, Lewis Lewis. turns up. Yeah. For God's sake, Lewis. Lewis turns up with Marple. (laughs) Blackthorn is arrested. And then, so Blackthorn is guilty, as I intimated earlier on. And now we have to find out why. And by Christ, do they drag this out. It takes takes, We looked, this happened, and we looked at the time, and there was still a quarter of an hour to go. And I know that you're listening to this thinking, I know how it feels when something goes on for too long because this podcast is doing it. <laughs> but this is we will never ever I promise do anything two hours and 40 minutes long again like ever you never know like you, you, um, this might be the best thing we've ever done <laughs> this can't see my face but it very much doubts the uh, veracity of what yeah. Tabby has just said um <laughs> So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to now explain what happened and how this all worked. Can you do it in five sentences? I'll try. Okay. That isn't one of them. Okay. I'm going to try and do it in five sentences. So, Blackthorn had a sister. The sister was deformed. She had a goiter. Um, Goiter was deformed. Okay. Thyroid problems. Yeah, it, um, the the dad was against getting the. Op- it's a very simple operation. I've I've known people who've had that done. Um, it's a very simple operation, even in 1947. Um, you can, yeah. um, you know, but the uh, the father was some sort of old fashioned person who didn't like um, doctors or medicine. Um, so effectively, he would so, hate the modern world. It, he probably would, but. Um, you know the beauty of people who don't like doctors or medicine is that they die pretty quickly. Um, so <laughs> um, there's the beauty. You know they they are effectively removed from the gene pool because you're Indeed. ignorant little bastards. Um, Indeed. Okay, that's sentence so, number one. All right, that was a good sentence. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I'm. You say the sentences, I flesh out the sentences. Then, uh, yeah. Okay. So Charlotte. So Char- So basically, black. Blackthorn was Charlotte and then her sister died and then she assumed her sister's identity because her sister was going to inherit all the money from Gurgler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, then, that's, yep, that's, that's pretty good. Um, we do need to find his actual name. Where it's too I think it's now. Gurgler. I think it's Gurgler or something, but Gurgler is better. Gurgler's easier. It's, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, then Bunny gets in touch with Lottie, thinking it's Lottie, but it's not. It's Charlotte. Letty. Yeah. So Letty. One of them's Letty, uh, one of them's Lottie. Yeah. So she gets in touch with Letty, 
turns out to be Lottie. Lottie fills her in on the whole scheme. She loves Money's the idea. Cool to be, she's cool to be involved because she's, you know, who doesn't want loads and loads of money? Yeah, and, and she's, yeah, she's kind of away with the fairies and a bit sort of, um, 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 a bit batty. Um, uh, uh, which is never really made clear because it's sort of like, well, actually, no, this is your sister's money, so why do you feel that she should be uh, entitled to it? It's it's a grey area, but it's a grey area. But Bunny, I think Bunny and her are just like, okay, you know, Bunny's got nothing. This this Lottie is going to get Letty's money, so they're like kind. It's kind of a no harm, no foul situation, really. Yeah, they're not going to go up and kill. They're not killing. Uh, they're not killing Gurgler's wife. They're yeah, just yeah. waiting for Gurgler's wife to die. They're not doing anything wrong, particularly. No. Um, so then, Rudy Shirts turns up, and he knows that Lo- He knows that Letty <laughs> is really Lottie, and so. They arrange to have him killed somehow, and it's never quite clear who does the arranging, but that's what happens. So that's yeah. how Shirts ends up there getting killed. Bunny's in on the whole thing. Lottie forward slash Letty does the killing. Uh, Bunny then needs to be killed because she's losing the plot. Yeah, because 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 she keeps on saying kind of Letty instead of Lottie and Lottie instead of Letty and and you know. Yeah. Um, She's just, she's not, she is, as mentioned earlier on, she is like, she is on a mixture of speed and magic mushrooms and and cocaine the whole time. She is not the person you want to be involved in a high level crime situation with because she is an accident waiting to happen. Absolutely. Um, And the final piece of the puzzle is that they kill, she has to kill Murgatroyd because Murgatroyd had worked it out. Yeah. Basically, somehow. Yeah, no. we're not really um, because of her skanky feet. Um, that was <laughs> as, far, as far as I can tell. Um, so, that's so that's it. Um, so yeah. Uh, so Pippa, uh, Philippa, the gardener. Um, she is entitled to the fortune um, and uh, as is Emma, um, the uh, incest sister. Yeah, yeah. As is, uh, uh, yeah, not uh, not incest. Emma is yeah. entitled to um, entitled to it. Um, Julie forward slash Emma marries Patrick. Uh, 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 communist man. Communist marries marries Philippa. Um, and uh, um, that's 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 it. That's basically it. We have a nice uh, Miss Marple does effectively nothing. Um, well, let's get on to that in a minute. This. Let's get on to that. Okay. In a let's let's have a break. Well, I, I need a break. Yeah, let's do that. Closing arguments. And welcome back. Welcome to welcome back. Welcome to the final, final. Blessed be the final part of this marathon of Miss Marple. Indeed. These are our final thoughts. And before I get into our final thoughts, I will just say that I am going to be putting a warning in the description to this episode that this is a long episode and that there is a very confusing plot and that if you have listened to this much of the podcast and you are now feeling shortchanged by the lack of information Mm -mm. and the 
poor quality of podcast to be on display, then you were warned. You were warned. You see, on most on most journeys, there's a reward at the end. Um, not this journey. If you've stuck with this this far, um, it, it, it's basically the best you're going to get. Um, I'm sorry. And there's only ten minutes left, so if that, you, know, Christ you might as well carry on. Yeah, you know, you might as well just crack on. You know, you're, you're probably at work. You're probably, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. there's been some laughs. We've had some fun. Um, so where's my um, so Marple Miss Marple probably should have found that before we started again yeah anyway <laughs> found my notes now sorry about the rustling Miss Marple I'm going to have to say that the first I really liked the first episode of this three part marathon that we watched yes because it was really slow and it was loads of build up and he did you did just have that detective going round to everyone, finding out their reasons for this, their reasons for that, all of which turn out to be red herrings. And then you get Marple yeah. in the very last three minutes of that, what is essentially a fifty minute episode, and she blows the whole thing wide open and I thought, This is good. This is what I remember about Miss Marple. It was great. I have to say, having watched it all, I am very disappointed. I think they could have. You could have lost an entire hour out of that program easily. Um, mm. I mean, it was it was entertaining, I suppose. And I suppose if you're watching it kind of like on a week by week basis, you watch the first episode and you're like, "Oh, that's intriguing." You watch the second episode, ooh, yeah. the, the plot thickens. You you're kind of invested. You're watching kind of like you watch the third episode. Everything kind of like everything comes and in, falls into place. And yeah, uh, you know, we we watched like the first hour and a half this morning and then or I did um, and then watched the last sort of like 70-80 minutes uh, this afternoon just basically wishing for it to end um, yeah. so I, 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 I think poss- just... possibly this was not the best environment to, to appreciate this I mean it's it, it's a quality programme it's got high production values it's it, you know great it, acting great acting um, you know Genuinely, genuinely pretty nice. Has has the plot? The plot? The plot does tie together. I mean, it does tie together. It does all work out. There are clues throughout as to what happens. Although I don't know if Letty's forward slash Lottie's sister is mentioned until uh, near no, the end of the second uh, episode at, at the uh, earliest. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I think that whatever we take away from this, I think whatever kind of reservations that we have about it, they're probably not really based on the program itself, just basically based on our own frustration and, and the fact that we've had to talk about it. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, so long. It was I, just I, so I, long. I'm, I'm gonna. So the failure, the failure of the program is is squarely at our feet I think we uh, I I think I think also viewing it through modern eyes like there is not much marble in this but then these are this is a novel that's been adapted and in a novel a mystery novel it's all about the people in the crime Uh, the the uh, suspects uh, and the people in the background I mean and this is this is a novel as a television programme, the Marple pops up here and there and says a few important things and works a yeah. few important things out. But she's not... It's not like you're watching Morse, where Morse is in practically every scene. 
Do you know what I mean? Or you're watching uh, but, uh, a, a Murder, uh, She Wrote, where it's all about Jessica Fletcher. This is a big, ranging story that, quite frankly, has no place being watched on this podcast. Yeah, but also to, ca- to counter your argument, the programme is called um, Miss Marple. It's not sort of like called A Murder Happens and Suddenly Miss Marple Pops Up Occasionally. Featuring Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. But there isn't a lot of her, is there? And she is the best thing about the programme. Yeah. Apart from Lewis, in this case. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Lewis wins. Right. Should we just go to ratings? Um, Well, is it ratings first or is it um, uh, point scoring? Predictions. Predictions. Okay, okay, point scoring. Predictions. Uh, Predictions. No points. No points. We were. Both wrong, but like, and so for- I got it. I got it. I knew she was into it as soon as we started watching it again. I thought Blackthorn was involved, but obviously, too late. Too late. So in that respect, the program wins. That's like you know, it, it after an hour and a yeah. half of it, like neither of us, you know, it, it led us both up the very similar garden paths, and, and neither you know, of us had a clue. I mean, to be fair, we both said that Bunny was involved. And she was. Not Do you know what I mean? Well. She was... Well, I mean, she was she there. Was. She knew about the plot. She knew about the plot. She was in on it. But uh, I didn't get platform. So it's yeah, no, no, it no points anyway. We, but, you're, yeah. but you are right about that. You are right. If a mystery programme, if you can watch two-thirds of it and not know what's happening, then that's good. Yeah. I watched all of this and I still don't really know what's happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. So, uh, so you know, um, points to um, yeah, definite points to Miss Marple. Uh, no points to us. Um, and lot of points to Agatha Christie. Yep, for writing a nice, you know, twisty turny plot. Yep, maybe um, twisty turny bits. Maybe, maybe make it a little bit shorter next time um, <laughs> just just skip a bit to be honest though that is the fault of people adapting it for television but then like you say if you watch that in if you watch that in three 50 minute chunks a week apart when you only had you know this was on TV in 1985 when you had three channels yeah do you know what I mean this was everyone was watching I bet the viewing figures were for this oh god they would have been the absolutely through scale. the roof yeah like 24 million people probably watched this because it was Sunday night. It was eight o'clock. There wasn't anything else on. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, bonus points. I get one. That's two nil to me. Bonus points. Okay. Um, You're three one up on three, the on the main game. Three one up on real points and uh, ratings. Ratings. Uh, I uh, do. you want to go first? Shall I? Shall I go first? Um, Um, Right, I've kind of lost all concept of of everything watching this programme. I'm not entirely sure, I can't. For the fact that she's not really done anything to to kind of get her... I mean, like, she noticed, like, you know, her, her biggest, like, tip-off was from a cat. So, um... 
and Murgatroyd, Murgatroyd, yeah, yeah, Murgatroyd and um, um, uh, Rattlethorn or whatever. Uh, um, I've lost the name page now. Megatron and Starscream. Um, uh, they <laughs> <laughs> they kind of worked. They did a better job than she did. Like, um, you know, I don't I, remember uh, her working. And I don't uh, remember really her working anything uh, out. No, she she had the the blind luck of like. Um, a cat nearly electrocuting itself um, uh, or something and that was it really she, she just kind of turned up um, the the detective was good um, and and Lewis obviously was um, a, a god um, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to I'm, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to write her pretty low I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a three I think I'm, so wow, sorry, Marple. Um, no, that's but that's that's yeah, but that's you got to call it like you see it, man. Yeah, There's yeah. No, you no, can't, you can't do anything else. Um, let me think. Let me think. I feel like she must have worked something out at the end. Like I feel like it must have been her that pulled the the Charlotte thing out of the bag somehow with the pearls, maybe. So, um, I mean. I don't know. I'm gonna. I tell you what. It doesn't really matter because you've given a low mark, and I'm just yeah. gonna, just for the sake of balance, because I think Miss Marple probably did more than we realise. But it was just so few and far between, and so cluttered with stuff that really didn't seem to matter. Yeah. I I I'll, I'll chuck the Marple. A, I'll chuck her a six. Okay, that's just right. Because I mean, I don't want to. You know the ratings are sacred, obviously. So you know we're we're even out at four and a half, and I think that's on this performance, Marple. I think yeah, you're getting, yeah. I think you're getting off lightly with a four and a half. I, I reckon so. Yeah. Because I don't think this is her best work. No. I'd like to see a shorter, more condensed Marple. Yeah. And I think I think probably we have got another Miss Marple coming up at some point in the not too distant future from a different era uh, so it'll be very interesting to compare what a more modern version is like a thoroughly how modern. much more they focus on the marble a thoroughly a thoroughly modern marble um. oh, that is a great name <laughs> well there was a, a thoroughly modern middly um, so uh, yeah. yeah okay uh, yeah <laughs> no credit for you for that then nope nope well I'll take the credit but um, yeah. I don't deserve it uh, right. Well, that just about wraps us up, I think. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's been a marathon. This is going to be a nightmare to chop down. Yeah, um, yeah, good luck. Um, and it is going to be a long podcast. It's... And I don't think it's... I don't think it's going to be... Uh, I don't think it's going to be a thriller minute. No, I don't think it is either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel on the whole that the Skype thing has worked well, though. The Skype has worked well. I don't well. think that is... I don't think that is to blame. I just no, think no, we I need th- to not watch things which are nearly three hours uh, long. Yeah, basically. We need to... We need to... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, not... Just need to look at that video file before I... Before the night, yeah. before the podcast. But not not be exhausted by the time we finish. <laughs> just like... Because <laughs> I, I don't know about you... Marcus, but I, uh, but I, uh, but I feel thoroughly defeated. <laughs> I do, I do. I feel drained. Yeah, this must literally be what it feels like to run a marathon. This must be like, what we're feeling like is probably what it feels like to listen to this. <laughs> our Skype call, our Skype call has now been running for three hours and seventeen minutes. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's longer than it took me to fly here. <laughs> 
insane. Anyway, I think we should go. I think we I should. Think, uh, I think we should. It's um, good to chat to you. It's good it's to see you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's lovely to see you as well. Um, I'm um, loving the Skype thing. I think it's going to work well in the future. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's do it. Let's. Uh, well, we've got no choice. No, we are uh, we are bound. We are we are bound by bad detective programs and blood. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, you know we we cut each other's hands and uh, <laughs> hugged. <laughs> I think that's, that's how that works. Knot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why we did that. <laughs> no. TGI Fridays. Um, no, that was the night we went to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember. Good milkshakes. <laughs> we bonded over the cocoon egg. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Is that the night that we... Uh... You promised. You promised. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's fucking end it. Yes. Um, We're dragging it out. <laughs> I know we are. It's just I know that once we hang up, that's it. I won't be able to speak in English to anyone for the next two weeks. Well, we can stop recording and still keep talking. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, listen. Next time we speak, and you hear us, because we're going to carry on speaking now. I think. Yeah. The next time we speak and record it, we're going to be talking about something from America. It's from the eighties originally. Awesome. But but the thing we're going to be watching is probably from the 90s. Uh, and uh, when they met, it was murder. <laughs> I think it's better if you speak in Spanish, to be honest. <laughs> okay, we... we right, go. who, who have you been? Who have you been? I've been Marcus, probably. Okay, I've been Tabby. And we, and we have been... The Dear. slightly lacklustre detective. Detective inspectors. <laughs> bye. bye. Thanks for listening to this. Bye bye. Bye. We promise <laughs> the next one will be shorter and better. And probably better. Well, we can't. We can definitely promise it will be shorter. We're still doing it. And no. <laughs> just, we haven't said it yet. If you want to get in touch, oh shit, detect yes. underscore inspect, email us at the detective inspectors. No, the detective inspectors at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Crying out loud, goodbye. Fucking, Good we've Thank fallen you. apart and gone. Bye. Blame Marple. <laughs>